Hello and welcome to the first episode, but it's not the first episode. This is the zero episode of Rituals and Roles, unless we rename it during the course of this broadcast, which may happen. This will be the Archeo RPG Collective live play tabletop role playing game. I'm Bill, Archeo Thoughts. I am the dungeon master uh, in here, and I'll let everyone else introduce their, well, their IRL persons, because during the course of this show, We'll find out who their actual character characters will be. So I'll leave the floor to the rest of you. Not I'll it. For it again. <laughs> I am, I'm Tom. I work in Northern Virginia, D.C., Maryland, Virginia area. I am been doing CRM for oh, CRM archaeology, cultural resource management archaeology. I've been doing this for about oh, just under nine years now, I think. And I, I work for a firm based out of Northern Virginia. I'm a field director for them. Dungeons of Dragons is a fairly new actual playing thing for me. And I think this will be a pretty cool tool for outreach and getting people interested in what archaeology is and how somebody else go. Uh, my name is Sarah. I am an archaeologist. I'm, I'm terrible at intros. My big, I am a CRM archaeologist. Uh, that basically means I do the, the same thing as Tom does, but I think he's more important than I am. And the reason I'm drawn to doing this kind of an RPG thing is because I spend a lot of time thinking about the intersection and the use of archaeology with pseudo-archaeology. I'm also like a second generation gamer. I've been playing D&D since I was like old enough to roll dice and not chew on them. And yeah, this is just like the logical conclusion of my life is to sit on the internet and play a game that is meant to be played at a table in face-to-face -face ways using Google Hangouts. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> this is the world we live in now. <laughs> this is my life. It's the internet. All right. So are you all done? Yes, I'm done. Thank you. Thank you, Alma. Yes, I'm done. No, no, I didn't want to I didn't want to <laughs> interject and overlap and cut you off. I was trying no, you're to be fine. respectful, not that I apologize. Excellent. Excellent. All right. So I am Alma and I am a first-year PhD student at Hokkaido University in Japan, and I am studying the relationship between archaeologists and the public. So my background is primarily academic, as, as opposed to all the CRM specialists here. And I am also an artist on the side, and I have been a, a bit of a gamer for a while now. I can't really recall when things really took off, but I'm really excited to be able to use art and games to kind of talk about what it is that we all do. All right. I guess we come back to me. I'm once again, I'm Bill. I'm Archeo Thoughts on, on the old Twitter machines and other places. And I'm also a uh, contract archaeologist working in the mid-Atlantic area. Now, my gaming history is I, I started playing Dungeons & Dragons in middle school, which means it was Advanced Dungeons & Dragons. And then second edition, Advanced Dungeons and Dragons, which nowadays are just called first edition, second edition. 
then it took a 25-year break from playing Dungeons & Dragons. And about a year and a half ago, I started getting the bug again to get back into this. I kind of be sort of coming back as an older gamer. I, I always had the, the, the knowledge that it's kind of hard to get friends together like you could when you were 15. But now that we live in this wonderful world of the internet, I can get my virtual friends. Well, they are my friends and they are virtual. Are we? Are we, though? I've met you, so I know you you really exist. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> so, yeah. So, we're doing this now. Now, the purpose of us isn't... We are playing Dungeons & Dragons. In fact, our very first campaign is going to be a published campaign from 2017, Tomb of, Anni Tomb of Annihilation. So, we're, we are strictly diving right in deep into the D&D waters uh, with our first campaign. But that's not all we're doing. There's a reason we're all archaeologists here. That reason is to use, to sort of examine uh, our Dungeons and Dragons and tabletop role-playing games in general under the lens of what is called archaeogaming, the relatively new sort of subfield of archaeology, which looks at the archaeology of games, the history and, and as games themselves as, as a material, uh, but also archaeology in games and oh, how... Sorry and how archaeology is being used and reflected uh, within the gaming world. So hopefully, during the course of this campaign, we will have the opportunity to sort of do both those things in this. Now, the, our gameplays will be fun D&D gameplay, but if you are a fan of uh, Still Digging, uh, our other show here on the uh, Archaeo RPG channel, plug. you got to learn how to plug, plug, plug. <laughs> We are also in the in the business of sort of taking critical looks at these sort of genre media. And we'll be doing the exact same thing with our campaign. It won't be necessarily during the actual gameplay, but there will be another platform where we are going to sort of take a more critical look at, at what we're doing. And I think we've I've explained it, but please I'll let my esteemed colleagues sort of either correct or add upon what sort of our goal is here. We have a goal. I mean, kind of. Well, as a DM, um, my goal is to, my goal is to kill the party. TPK episode one. Obviously, with your this. goal. Your goal should be to tell an engaging and interesting story by killing that... the party in episode one. Oh, that implies you that just you need can to have win. we need to have like six characters ready to go. You can't and... win at gaming. I mean, to be fair, the game is called Tomb of Annihilation. Yeah. And if my character isn't getting annihilated, I don't know what I'm here for. I think it's just the threat of annihilation. Now, Call of Cthulhu, well, I would expect to die at least once. Like, I was very disappointed that I didn't die in my Cthulhu game. Now, for if you want to really dive into this archaeo gaming thing, though, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's true, but I, I heard some theories about the, the Tomb of Annihilation is supposed to be. I got my copy too. Competing, competing copies. Oh, You're yeah. put down. You're my put down. digital neener. I had it before both of you. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, That's right. I lost my spot. You're talking about uh, how uh, Tomb of Annihilation is potentially a, a meat grinder. Yeah, it was, which it was supposed to be like, it's supposed to be like an archaeological, ver essentially an archaeological version of the Tomb of Horrors. No, I don't know if this is true, but that was kind of the impression I that I was not. giving. I, I got two Mephores. Two sorry. Interesting. Hmm. Which is an AD&D? &D yes. Yes. Right. It's a classic Gygax uh, module. Yeah. yeah. Which is, I think is kind of cool. 
We can talk about Gygax and his love-hate relationship with, with archaeology. We will, we will get back to that, though. You're dodging here, because our purpose tonight is to build some character. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I have a question. Yes. 42. So party party so party construction and a little bit into this archaeo gaming stuff. Do we want to go with like each of the characters as some like archaeologist trope? Does that make sense? Oh no. No. Because I don't want to play a trope. I mean I'm probably gonna end up playing one, but I don't really want to. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, should at least one person be an archaeologist background? Yes. Do well, yeah. all three need to be such? No. I want I mean, Tomog to have an archaeologist background because I want Tomog to do archaeology. Well, am, am I playing Tomog? <laughs> I don't know, but I I like Tomog, and that's. But of course, you know, I like I like Tomog because it's the only character of yours I've interacted with. So, so we're no. we're making references to the characters we played in our home campaign uh, before we decided to bring this to the internet. Each, oh, each yeah. of the of the three here um, had characters in that campaign. We were playing the uh, the Lost Minds of uh, Fandelver. Uh, if anyone's familiar with the uh, current D and D Fifth Edition starter kit, uh, we made it to about third level. We hadn't actually rescued anyone yet, and we were nowhere near the mines. Mm -hmm. However, mm -hmm. I've given all the players here the option that they could be the same characters. We're going to start Tomb of Annihilation at level five. This is the inside nerdy stuff for. Our real D and D fans out there who aren't here for the aren't here for the archaeology want to see some D and D action going. There uh, will be D and D. There will be D and D. So let you know, we're going to start the campaign at level five. We're going to try to do most of this stuff. So hopefully, hopefully, this should be a the beginning should be a cakewalk for the party. Hopefully, no no expectations being set right here. Coming from the guy who damn near killed us the first time we had our brand new characters out the box. Well, well to be fair, Tomog. Uh, right. Tom's character uh, decided to go chase a, a would-be assassin by himself in the middle of the night on his very first night as an adventurer. No, he did kill me that time. <laughs> <laughs> My so, point. So I just left you, you know, face down in a sewer with one hit point and all your gear stripped off you. I was trying to give him a hug. That way you're always naked. See, I missed all this, so this is backstory even for me. Yeah, no, yeah. That, was, that was like a one-off because Bill and I were free, but nobody else was in the yeah. campaign. And we were like, we want to get this started. So do you want to just do a quick one or like, like a little one-shot deal? And that's that's what we came up with. So it's basically like, you know, go to the bar, get some information, maybe have a minor encounter. No, I'm going to chase the assassin into a sewer, which is only five, four feet tall. Mind you, he was playing a Goliath. <laughs> and I refused to use my weapon. I was trying to grab him so I could question him. Right, he kept trying to grab the question <laughs> rather than actually attack. It was and, not a good place. And the assassin, of course, was a rogue, a smaller rogue, oh, who had full mobility rogue. with poison blades. Poor Tamag. It did not go well. <laughs> it did not end well. So, so yes. So um, before we got on stream, we were sort of briefly talking about things like this, and I've let the let the crew know that they're under no obligation to bring those same characters into this campaign. These could be a different group of people of characters who are level five, or maybe one from that other one. If someone really has their heart attached to the one character they've really grown to, bring that person on this adventure, and we will see what what their further adventures are. If you were like, I really want to try this, then then do that. 
I see now I built RNL because I, I thought the game was just going to carry over. So that's why I'm sticking with RNL because honestly, RNL's the character I wanted to play. So mm-hmm. now that we're actually going to be doing this shit, also I'm like fascinated with this bard thing. So. Okay. Well, give us a little brief description of RNL uh, to sort of give it a hint to our audience uh, who, who to expect RNL to be. Now, there is one. You've forgotten. There is going to be one benefit of using RNL as opposed to somebody else. The, Which is the the party MVP. Oh, do I get to keep Wolfie? Oh, right. Mascot, we do, yes. We do need. We do need the mascot. We need he mascot. Be, he might not be as vital anymore because he's not uh, really leveling up the same level. I was going to say, can we level Wolfie? Can he become a PC? I'm still looking at that. Um, when you when you have a pet. Whether I mean, I understand if he's like up. not the same level as us, but like, surely he becomes like a better wolf, I guess, better dire killer wolf. <laughs> Do familiars level? He's not really a familiar. Like he's, he's just, just kind of a wolf friend, right? Yeah, well, we just kind of befriended him. Like, I feel like he took pity on us and just I look like rangers with their he's pet. better than all of us. He really is. Beastmasters, whether or not he's they're like with the uh, pets that. Uh, rangers have and if there's a mechanic in there we can maybe transfer over so we have them on so another spoiler one here on the screen here we have our very artistic ama uh, has drawn some uh, screen characters of the, of the ones from the previous campaign we have Topan with his hammer and we have the yet to be named drow mm-hmm. I'll, I'll leave that honor to you yeah, I, I I had I joined I joined a lot later in the campaign I, I joined because you guys needed uh, a rogue to join the party. And we needed a rogue of, badly. We didn't need a rogue. And but you know, I, it's funny because I'm not a very offensive player. Like even when I'm playing video games, like when I was playing Breath of the Wild, I was the one skirting every single battle I possibly could. So the rogue I saw as a bit of a challenge for myself. But since <laughs> playing him, I've really enjoyed it actually. And uh, the reason why I haven't named my named the baby yet is is just because I I'm, I'm thinking about leaning into a few things that I developed with the character, and so it would be like an iteration of that character, but maybe not the exact same. If okay, that makes sense. Yeah, no, no, we can definitely leave surprises for episode one, so we can go through as much as uh, as much as you want to in this sort of like building phase, but. Uh, can Definitely. I just fill some of the shit out with this bullshit, like under organizations? Can I just make up an organization? Uh, yeah. I mean, I can. We can go through some of the. Uh... Too late. Done. <laughs> now, you have have a, now you have to this have a story is... for that organization. You need to let me know what that organization is, so that yeah. maybe someday someone from that organization will in, will meet you. You need. You can just go look at my character sheet. Almighty <laughs> God. Girl Scouts of America comes knocking. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to buy some cookies? No. You know what? I'm going to take the scouts, uh, the girl scouts from, uh, Welcome to Night Vale. You know the liber- <laughs> the Liberation Army version. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I'm into this. <laughs> I don't know if I can get 19 pages of backstory in this little box here, though. So no. I may have to just this email it many. to you. This is too many. <laughs> I think my problem with RNL is, is I haven't actually sat down to flesh like the character no. out. I was just really interested in playing yeah. the class. Let's talk about two like interesting together. Two interesting. I mean, there's RNL 
is a very interesting character because she's a I like her a lot. She's a oh, what's the name of the race again? It's the Asimir, yeah. we, yeah, which are are, are are sort of touched by the. I guess I can field. tell you guys. Like, I kind of wanted it to be kind of a surprise and all that, but yeah. But I'm, no, no, no. If you other surprise stuff, keep surprise. We'll just send like, that to me. It's too late now, man. Cats out. Yeah, I was gonna say you're <laughs> so. Well, Asimar. Okay. If after this point you haven't figured out she's a human with dark vision, that's true. She does look like a normal human. And then she can like talk to everything. Well, let's let's skip that part of her and let's talk about her patron, Cthulhu. Basically, yeah. <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. It's the great old one. It's their great it's their one. way of uh, saying Cthulhu mythos. I was gonna say, mm. where where is that exactly? Where where is that? Is that under my abilities? It literally is called like the old one. I think. Yeah, the great old one. Yeah. Yeah. So this is so this is actually a little bit. Do we well? Do we want to fit? Well, one of her skills, like one of the reasons I was really hoping yeah. to level her, is one of her skills is literally I drive you mad. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. And now, now, some of this stuff can definitely be if someone has been adventuring with her for the since level one, they're kind of no, going to know most of the stuff by now by level five. You kind of know who the person is. I figure they would have figured some of it out. Uh, someone coming in brand new maybe has no idea what's going on. Are you gonna bite me? Yes, you will. You such a good boy. Sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, well, no, level five gives you some real breathing room. By the by, level five, these classes are really beginning to, beginning to come into their own. You can really begin to sort of flex the the class muscle. Um, by this point, you've sort of have moved on from just you know let's go kill some goblins to maybe we can save a town. Wait, what? I thought we were just here to burn things. Well, how do you save a town? Sometimes you have to burn it to the ground to save it. Oh, <laughs> uh, see, that's the problem, Ahmed. I, I don't approve. know anything about RNL. I like literally built RNL because I like the name and I wanted to see what this class, this race, and now I want to add Bard to it. She has no background. I need to work on that. I need yeah, to make I mean her a real person. Also, to be fair, for everyone watching, the first real episode is not coming until September. Um, this is our sort of planning phases. We're going to try to work on all this stuff during August. I'll be working on trying to read the book, um, as well as some more technical stuff, especially since YouTube is taking away the Hangouts uh, that we use to uh, broadcast yeah. our shows here on August 1st. So, Arnell is a mystery. To me as well. I, I'm sorry. I know that's lame, but it's the truth. I, I don't even know what her family is. Like, was she born or did I was, she hatch? I, I, meant, I meant more of like a physical description because I've got this little empty box here in my window. And I thought, well, while you guys are talking, I could always just do <laughs> you. Well, her two defining that's what, I look, that's what I look like. I look is like a wolf mascot. Wolf. There's an L in that word. Wolf. I'm, I'm too close to Baltimore, okay? And Whoop. when she does her eldritch magic, it comes out in teal and fuchsia. It's fabulous. All teal, her and teal and fuchsia is her eldritch blast. Choo -choo. Okay. I was gonna say, I think there's like a little tiny. I picked like the most average-looking picture for her icon because. It on the D&D &D Beyond. Yeah. 
She's just average looking. I don't so, know. Maybe I should I make her fun. Maybe I should give her purple hair or something. Yeah, she's Ooh. unassuming. She just like she could walk into anywhere and just be like, "Yes, I exist here. That I've always existed here. This is what I do." Oh darn! I, I was expecting she'd be a little more goth. So she's not, she's so her physical appearance is not quite as goth. I was I was imagining full goth. All right, she's fifth level. She can be full goth now. Sure. <laughs> she's leveled up into the goth. She's leveled up in the goth. Even even the mascot now has black uh, mascara. Oh my god, that would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also, if I, I don't know if I mentioned this yet, this beautiful artwork behind me is also by Ama. Thank you, thank you very much. Um, no, no, I doodled that up really quickly last night. I'll, I promised to do something a little bit more polished there. And, yeah, well, uh, that's, that's part of August for all of us. Names of the show, an actual look, an official logo. My musical instrument is bagpipes. Maybe oh, get a maybe get a Patreon set up by then for all those who wish to uh, help us uh, with all these endeavors. Wow, I don't actually have a lot of choices. It's a swamp. So, so since we are playing in D and D and in the Forgotten Realms, um, a lot of the Forgotten Realms backstory and lore is also going to come along with us, which means also a lot of the factions in, in there. So things like the Emerald Enclave, the Flaming Fist, the Harpers, the Lord's Alliance, the mm -hmm. Order of the Gauntlet, the Red Wizards of Thigh, the uh, also I'm going to butcher every one of these names. I hate these made-up names. The Atepka Society, Zentamri. Um, they're all going to exist in this world, and you're all going to interact with them in one way or another. Some of them we were familiar with from the previous campaign. I think the Harpers and the Lord's Alliance came up. Uh, during our previous campaign, it did. So some of these, though, may other ones may be. Uh, Was that the guys in black? The Words Alliance were the sort of super guardians. That was the. Uh, our Charlie. Um, your 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 sheriff Hopper. Oh. Yeah. As opposed gotcha. to the one running the city's boss hog. It's boss hog. Boss hog. That got like gross for a second too. He was he was very gross. He was very gross. <laughs> this is Thankfully, weird. we're not in Fandolin. Uh, it also means I have to work on other voices and stereotypes that will not go on to the gross thing. That is that's part of my August is to to uh, to keep humor without going gross. Uh, unless it's like body. I mean, humor. no, no. Like, it was it was all actually, body humor. Then I'm going gross. It was <laughs> it was gross, but it was like gross in a very good. Character development. Way. Well, it was totally in character. That was yeah, yeah, yeah. This, per <laughs> this person is that gross person. <laughs> yeah, like <ugh. laughs> well, I kept I trying to think of ways that I could like destroy him, <laughs> but not destroy him. Kept misgendering our elf. You know, just complete assholes. Rude, just rude in general. Uh, but I think that's the good thing about having a potential follow-up stream too is is being able to sit down and talk about these things because. Yeah. You know, sometimes I, I think we remove them uh, for the sake of, of of making sure that that everybody is comfortable within a stream. And and we've had discussions, you know, in in classes I've been in, you know, about the idea of 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 trigger warnings. At least being able to bring to people, let them know that there might be unsettling content in that. Mm -hmm. But then to come and to talk about that afterwards as well, so that people are both aware beforehand but that know that it's being used in a deliberate manner and being addressed afterwards as well, I think is an equally important. Right. And that's also growing. It. Sorry. And that's oh, no, also gro growing in the world of a tabletop role-playing game. You, you'll set sort of the table rules ahead of time. 
you know, these are my no-goes. You see, you know, so you go around the table and go, these are the things that I, I don't want to be a part of. We're not talking about this, whether it's things like we are not going to in, in, enact sexual assault during the, during the broad stream. Uh, I mean, my, I don't my, feel like that's something we really, well, okay, here's the point. There's, there's your point. Yep. But I mean, that, I'm using that as an example. Um, nope. Nope. Your point. Is, I know you're right. You're exactly right. Yeah. I mean, I have played in games where that was not a no-go for people. And, yeah. uh, and you know, that's, so that's also a part of our comfort level amongst ourselves and our, you know, we also have to assume a certain comfort level of those who are going to watch us uh, as well. So some of these, so much like in movies and TV, some things may get hinted at and other things will be told in graphic detail uh, and we will sort of pick and choose and sometimes we will probably step over um, because we'll get into the moment and we'll try to do what feels best for the story at that time but then thankfully we have these sort of other show where we can sort of break that down and go why that why we did that and maybe what could have done differently and also why that was maybe problematic to begin with so you know yes the other the other stream is for the full we are we are going to de deconstruct Dungeons and Dragons from the inside out. Take it apart. So first we have to get inside, and then we're tearing it apart. There you I go. Mean, That's my dairy dough for the day. I, no, I think that's interesting, though. Like, okay, so I, we got we got our first question on the board from Kara. Hello, Kara. Hi. Oh, Hi. Once you Hello. start the campaign in September. How often do y'all plan to, uh, to for the assassins? That is a legitimate question. question. When we were first planning this out, the idea was to do a single session per month and then to distribute it as a podcast, hour-long podcast, like a single uh, four-hour session once a month with a hour-long podcast that would be distributed once a week. I'm now leaning sort of moving away from that. To maybe not necessarily a four-hour session, an hour, an hour and a half session, that could maybe be once a week or maybe every other week, where we do our gameplay one week and then we come back the next week for still digging, uh, where we we go back and forth. And with still digging, there'd be no obligation for the entire crew to be there because that's also one of our our problems. Most of us are professionals, and those who aren't are in school, uh, so our schedules are, are are pretty busy. But we also want to keep on a regular. Uh, basis so that you know for you following us and watching us um, you can you know know it's every other it's every other Thursday at 8 p.m. or every fourth Thursday at 8 p.m. on Thursday I need to sit down and watch the show so um, uh, does anyone have any thoughts on that I mean um, twice a month is good and then when I can jump in I can jump in but this is my last semester so yay yeah, so they'll have that oh, magical oh, piece of paper that okay. says, I'm a valid person. <laughs> you were valid before. Just open some more doors, that's all. That is better. <laughs> there are some goddamn doors after what I paid for it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, no, I was going to say, maybe, if anything, we should be aware of kind of what periods of time work well for some of the viewers as well and and kind of not necessarily do a poll but you know for example are more people you know set up and ready for critical role at this point and they don't want battle fatigues so are they going to avoid watching the stream i i think there there are a couple things we should we definitely take into consideration in regards to 
who's been watching us so far put this together as well. And from here on out, what works for, for Yeah, like if Thursday well. doesn't work, maybe it's Wednesday. Maybe it's Friday. Mm -hmm. I always, you know, I picture ourselves right now as we're the kickoff show to Critical Role. You watch us, fools, and then when you watch Critical Role, you'll appreciate it that much more. <laughs> do, they, do they know that we're their kickoff show? Are they okay with this? I mean, probably not. And how many other streams have that same idea? <laughs> I would. Hey, we're cooler. We're archaeologists. You know what? I also have not done competition research, uh, uh, you know, adversarial research yet. So I haven't, haven't checked our competition. I should be uh, looking at Twitch a little more. See who's broadcasting on what nights, but yeah. you know it's just really about what's what our audience wants because if you want us to watch it, that's when we're going to be here. And uh, I'm liking the every other week idea. I was also thinking of trying to keep it like two hours or under as a sort of a way to go. That way we can stay within this sort of eight to ten East Coast U.S. time. I'm okay with that. Mm -hmm. um, that seems to have worked for us at least recently. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a good way for sort of planning purposes. So when I'm plotting things out, I sort of have an idea of when to sort of, you know, not guide you to a place, but to sort of see where, a see if there's any place on the horizon uh, for a natural write off point, which could be a few minutes before two hours or maybe two hours, 10 minutes, you know, mm -hmm. where a good natural stopping point will be. But it'll give me a time to go. I need to start looking for a, for an ending point. Uh, at, at this point, so, so yeah, I think we are leaning towards every other week, a two-hour show, with every other with the in-between weeks being still digging, um, and that one, still digging is still in its infancy right now. It was it sort of began as a, we weren't getting many gameplay sessions in place, but we would come online together and talk for about two hours, and then it was like, why don't we just stream this? <laughs> We, yeah, it was definitely one of those, hey, this conversation was pretty good and people might be interested in it. I think it was actually, uh, you know, we were we, we started talking about kind of the differences in our experiences based on, on region and um, how community archaeology works here because of some of the nonprofit stuff I do and then Amma's work in, in Japan and, and how... Similar in some ways and vastly different they are in in others. And it was kind of it was definitely it was a very it was a very good conversation. I'm, I'm glad that we started doing this. Mm -hmm. I just like talking about this kind of stuff. I love seeing the intersection of it. <clears throat> and we'll see how it goes because I'm also liking still digging because of sort of the other conversations that sort of go outside of just going gameplay and and into the world of archaeology itself. Like we had a really good discussion about sort of public archaeology and. The discussion over volunteers and so forth like that, which seems good on that place, and not necessarily for for a platform like this here. So, so well, maybe, so maybe need something separate. But you know, we're we're still workshopping all this stuff. All right, the, you know, there is no vast team of consultants. We don't have a room full of writers putting us together. The entire Archeo RPG Collective is the four of us that you can see. We could fill a room, small room. Well, here's a question then. If we are just how how much of the stuff do we want to kind of try to incorporate into the gameplay? I'm assuming some because we do want to address archaeology into the in in the stream and topics they're related. 
I think, you know, some characters... <coughs> Excuse me, all sorry, characters, guys. That's no problem. <clears throat> uh, all characters, in some way or other, should at least have a background of... Uh, an anthropology background of some kind in, in their back of their minds. Basically, they took a 101 class in college. Um, <laughs> so they have a basic understanding of sort of anthropology and sort of the idea of culture uh, and, you know, what makes culture and so forth like that. So when they are looking at their world, they're seeing culture through their eyes. At least one of the characters should be, you know, someone a little more focused, an archaeologist who's not just looking at culture, but is looking at the intersection of culture the material culture of a place and is is more cognizant of sort of the other other things being played out here the uh you know potential for imperialism colonialism the sort of relations of labor uh within within these structures not all these things have to be articulated uh as if we were all doing a paper presentation at the SHA Society of Historical Archaeology they can be done in the language of a barbarian who just looks around and notices the way the, the way people are working around here doesn't look fair. Yeah. Uh, and, and we and we well, go here, here. Here's I guess the kind of the question I was trying to get at here was do we do we want to set this up as we are a field team or do we want to set this up as you know uh, uh, or we just happen to have this background and we're we are an adventuring party in general. Your specific setup, I'm saving for for episode one. Okay. Uh, as far as like what puts you on the course of this one, we're not talking about that today. Well, I guess I guess are, are we trying to are we trying to be like a team that is put together, or are we trying to be just okay. some people that happen to be heading the same direction? That is definitely something you guys can talk about right now. You know, like how how do you how do you guys know each other? Uh, so when you are brought together by this patron. Uh, in, in episode one, is this the first time you're seeing each other? Do you know each other by reputation? Have you done an odd job with each other in the past? Or are you a, a cohesive like working party who's been working together for a couple years? Um, I mean, I'm, if we're if if we're using Aronel and, and Tomag again, I think I'm fine with us at least being. Are you going to play Tomag for real? I mean, yeah. Um, yeah, we if, can be like buddies. So, are yeah, you doing? I, are you doing the multi-class? Yes, <laughs> I was gonna. Yeah, I was gonna multi-classing thing. Yeah, I was. I, so I'm gonna. So my so Tomog is basically the hide to me. He's the catharsis version of me. Um, <laughs> oh, Tomog. Yeah, and uh, so I built him as a Goliath barbarian. And I'm gonna multi-class to druid, so we have some heals, which is which is fully in line with the story you were telling uh, in the previous campaign. Right. I figured I figured that's a pretty that's a pretty easy transition. So I started him out with the barbarian, and I when it came to level three, you had to pick your like path or barbarian path or whatever the nomenclature for that is. So I went with totem. So I'm. I am a level three bear totem, and we had a adventure where I drank a bunch of bee poison or bee venom and tripped <laughs> out, and we fought a bear. And uh, a bear. I, my bear. spirit animal is now Smokey the Bear. I think I think that has been decided. Did, did we get the hair under control? Is really my question. 
It will. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, so part of the way Goliaths are depicted is they have a lot of like, I guess you would describe them as tribal tattoos. Um, they can, yes. Um, but also though, uh, when one takes on a a, a path of the totem, their physical aspects change to sort of reflect of uh, the animal they've chosen. So if you right. pick the totem of the hawk, you might get yellow eyes at this point. If you pick totem of the wolf, you might get pointy tufts ar around your ears. Uh, since Tomog picked the bear, I decided that his tattoos would have a nice soft fur uh, on them. <laughs> it's not even a lot of tattoos, though. And they're no, furry tattoos. They're like the stickers that were fuzzy, like when you were a kid. Yeah, it's basically like, like that. No. It's like the little fuzzy stickers. <laughs> it's that it doesn't really protrude too much. It's not like he doesn't have to comb them or anything. There's it just like so touch weird. it. It's, 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 it just has a nice furry little little patch there to touch. Right, and and some of the some of the aesthetics I was going yeah, for. Really, some of the background I kind of came up with for him was in the way that the. Well, yeah. Well, we're gonna we're gonna address this at some point, but D and D uses races, which we all know are not real things, but they're kind of a real thing in D and D. But so Goliaths are these. They're supposed to be. Oh God, I just I just made some connections that make it so much worse. <laughs> they have a, yes, they have a half work problem. No, well, kind of. So they're they're supposed to be half giant, and they're supposed to live like up on the mountains. Like, and I. In my head, he lived like up in the mountains in the north, like kind of, like in the northwest. And I, I immediately made the connection between some of the Pacific Northwest and like like Polynesian type of seafaring. Some of the some of the art that kind of goes with that. So he's got this kind of stylistic Pacific Northwest kind of orca style. They're not orca, stylized orca tattoo in addition to the facial tattoos, which now the more I'm thinking about it, the more problematic all of that. <laughs> <laughs> and I might have, we may have to change some of that because I don't know. I don't, that might not be cool now that I'm thinking about it. Well, I mean, we have till September. Tomat may have grown over the past <clears throat> two levels. He may be a slightly different person. Uh, at this time, this may be a, a memory of what a former Tomog used to look like, as opposed to the Tomog which is now. So it is, well, this, the, this, this is a, a shadow of the past. I mean, or we could just retcon things, and, and absolutely, we can retcon the hell true. out of it. Yeah, you can just. Yeah, retcon. I mean, this is a new campaign. You didn't see any of this. Yeah, <laughs> 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 yeah. but the whole like. Giants and indigenous connection is not good. It's not a good look. It's hey, I, I look. watched that recent episode. I watched an episode of America on Earth where can, he talked about. Can giant. we call you? He talks about giants. You, can we call you Denny? Talk about giants, yes. Can we call you Denny? Denny. Denny Sovin. Uh, oh no! 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 no. That, that's so much worse. <laughs> <laughs> It's so much worse. Tristan, Tristan, I hope you're I, Tristan, I know it's the middle of the night, but I hope you're up right now because that was for you. <laughs> so terrible. 
Hey, we got five people watching. That's pretty impressive. I, I think like, four of them are us. Though. That's what I was a little worried about, actually. I was like, oh, I should probably. Well, this, is, this, will be, this will still be on there for people to catch up afterwards. Yeah, Karen, thanks for watching. We appreciate yeah. it. And no, we absolutely yeah. appreciate any, every, everyone who's watching right now. So thank you. Also, leave comments and ask us questions and stuff because this the, the whole point is the whole and it, it's for engagement. So, like, we want you to interact with us. I love the hair. Oh, God. It's pretty cool. I love this hair, yes. Can you have little curls on the back of her neck, though? Like, like right here? Yeah, like that. Um, like a mullet like, style like or, or more like? Like how much party in the back? Not a lot of party <laughs> in the back. Just like just a little bit of party in the back. Okay. Good, good. Yeah, I like that. Love it. Okay, so that's definitely something to think about between now and then. <clears throat> how much you guys have known each other? Well, uh, Tamag and I are apparently like best buds, so. Mm, begrudging co workers. It's been a while, so um, if you want to have your character has gone away, maybe hasn't seen everybody for two years, then sort of comes back. Uh, that is also absolutely. Uh, I, mean, I mean, that could absolutely be played for laughs in episode one of like, hey, you look really familiar. No, 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 we've never met. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm very much into that kind of angle or if not that direct uh, approach, having him kind of be like an on again, off again contact. Yeah. And the reason being is that I think even when I signed up, I kind of wanted to play him as a bit of a no pun intended, gray character, or at least partial antagonist, simply because his background very much ties into the illicit antiquities trade. Uh, so, no. No, no, no. So, so, so go like this right now, you two. But I think that's okay, because I haven't fleshed it out, and I haven't said to what end he's you know attached to it. Right. So I think it's it's okay to kind of at least talk about that briefly. And plus, I put it in his character backstory. So any of you could have read that at any point in time. So, <laughs> but but that said, I, I'm i okay with this. And that's why at the before the stream started and, and uh, Sarah, you had said something about Bardic Lecturer. Oh, yeah. uh, if there's any kind of influence <laughs> involved in that, getting try to kind of go back or or challenge his beliefs is something that I think makes for good content. I mean, we can do that. I'm I'm cool with it. The the bard background, uh, the bard character, I don't know what I'm trying to say here. Bard actually looks really cool. Like right now I've got level 3 warlock and I've bumped it up to level 2 bard because they're actually pretty cool at level 2. 5th edition really did a good job with the bard. It's made it a real standalone character. It was sort of always sort of a goofy character. If you ever go around like yeah. the D &D, if you ever go around the D D subreddit, there's the ongoing running joke that all bards want to do is seduce every monster um, out there. Ah, uh, no, I really think I'm going to make her like a lecturer, or I and I also think I'm going to make them a they. But okay, they're going to be a lecturer. They're going to go around. That that's my thing. Every night when the party goes to sleep, before they go to sleep and rolls their D6 to get their healing going on, 
I'll give you that bonus, but you have to listen to my recitation of the notes that I took about the dig that day. Please Ooh. tell me your bardic, ins- <laughs> your, your bardic inspiration always has to begin with, well, actually. Oh no. no, no, it always starts with this one time when I was on a project. Mm-hmm. Or have you heard of Birdman? That, that's a deep cut right there. <laughs> the Birdman, yeah. In general. Um, dear God, have you all met Birdman? What? Okay, good. I was like, that's that's just too much. Birdman's not that famous. Bird, is Birdman a, like a real person? Yeah, he's a real CRM archaeologist. I don't know if he's still working, but because he's like my grandfather's age. Where does he work? Uh, he was doing Midwest and mm. what is this, the East Coast? Yeah, Southeast. Because that's where I ran into him all the time. I know. Did he, I... Does he go by Birdman? Yes. Okay, no, so I, yeah, within. within five minutes I'd be able to find at least six people who would know him if I just oh yeah (laughs) especially if you ask some of the old timers like the old timers yeah everybody's met Birdman at least once you might have met Tom have you met Country Bob that sounds more familiar I have heard of Country Bob Country Bob sharpened my first trowel for me oh I know so sweet no no there was a guy country bob now what'd you say yeah just for chat purposes and and whatnot what what did you say i didn't hear you oh no no it's okay i was gonna say just go into a little bit more detail about you know the names that you're listing off country bob and birdman are just kind of legends of the field they're they're older i don't i don't honestly know if either of them are still digging anymore they're crm workers which means they're migratory field workers in archaeology and both of them were like veterans of the field when I started working and I'm not telling you how long ago that was, but they kind of have a reputation, both of them for different things. Like country Bob's just a really kind of easygoing, nice guy. He's, he knows all kinds of shit about archeology. span Like he has, I don't even, I'm not a hundred percent sure he has a bachelor's. I think he's one of those guys that got his associates and just worked forever. Birdman, I believe, went back and at least got his master's because the last I heard, he was actually teach teaching. Um, we have we have another uh, Country Bob fan on the chat. Kara uh, is also familiar with uh, Country hey, Bob. See? Country it's Bob. Kara so- might be the one that told me about Country Bob. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so he's yeah, so okay. Country Bob's still working somewhere out in the southeast. So there you go. Yeah. Like I haven't seen him in probably <clears throat> a decade, but yeah. It's just like everybody knows at least one of them. So I've made notes, and I'm not going to guarantee this, but at some point during the campaign, there may be an NPC. We're going to run into Country Bob and Birdman? Yes! There may be NPCs <laughs> like that. I may also dive into some other sort of uh, characters uh, of the field. to. Uh, well, this this is kind of what I was NPC, talking about before. For NPC names. This is kind of what I was talking about before. Do, we, do How much do we want to like get into those... like? tropes like there's always you make it's always... a bard named tom Connolly as an npc have you guys worked with tom Connolly? oh my god he has a facebook fan page i have to find this for you now jesus christ yeah, tom Connolly. Um, I've, I, I've only worked on some like i've only worked for a handful of big companies a lot of the ones that i've worked for have been 
bit like little mom and pop shop kind of deals. It's a good time to go to your other question. I'm always a firm believer that any good D and D campaign is something customized to the table. So, so we definitely need to get into these tropes. So what tropes so, do we want to go into? So, so like this, life or text, like Country gonna, Bob and Birdman. This is going to be a D&D campaign played for, for archaeologists, by archaeologists, led, DM'd by an archaeologist. So it's going to, the point, the whole point of having us here together is to have all this stuff bleed through, hopefully as naturally as possible. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we don't necessarily have to force it all in. Hopefully our own idiosyncrasies uh, will sort of just bleed through. Yeah. So we got the lifers. <laughs> yeah. We, we the need the, fun. the... The lifers... Carmen the lifers Carmen. can be fun. <laughs> the lifers can also be very annoying. <laughs> I like the lifers because they always have the best stories to share at they, lunchtime. They do have amazing stories, and that is a, that is a thing that can never be taken away. <laughs> no. Oh, the over over eager greenhorns is definitely another thing that needs to, that that every every archaeologist who's been in the field for any amount of time has run into. The ideologues. Yeah, ideologues. The the those those who have been taken over by the jade. <laughs> <laughs> the burn up, the ate up and burn up. Yes, the ate up and burn up. Oh, yeah, I know him. <laughs> Sorry, we got the link to the, the Tom thing. I'm like, it's oh, yeah, Armageddon, not Colin. I don't know where I was getting that from. I'm like, oh yeah, I've, I've met him. <laughs> were were we talking about him the other day? Because I was asking Probably. if he was related to Mike. No, I was. <laughs> I was actually. I was drinking with archaeologists last weekend, and she, they they mentioned him. <laughs> yeah, well, he's he has like music and stuff. Like he that just came out so wrong. He has he has albums. So he has like a legit fan page. I can't find his fan page though. Maybe he doesn't have it anymore. Anyway, doesn't matter. Okay. Him so, and Bernie are friends. Anyway. Okay. So to circle things back here. So this is a party that has worked together in various capacities. You obviously all had adventures uh, near Fandolin, uh, where you first sort of met up together. Your your rogue may have gone rogue. After that, but <laughs> after they burnt down a small town, well, that was that was uninhabited. That was, <laughs> that was more of your wizard who really bailed on you. So yeah, the, our, our campaigns of unfor because we have been playing with archaeologists who have really tough schedules. True, we have oh, gone no, through a lot of uh, oh. a lot of stuff. So <laughs> if you are an archaeologist and you and you want to be maybe like do a one shot, like come on one episode or something, DM me on Twitter uh, at Archaeo Thoughts, um, and we'll see if we can arrange that. But there's no obligation for anything longer than that because keeping people around is a hard thing. (laughs) Yeah, I think Tom and I have stuck around the most, and Tom more than any of us, and it's just like, even I don't have have. Yeah, I think think I've played your character as much as you have. Yeah, I know, but I'm still here, so ha! Ha! Take that, Megan. Hey. Speaking of which, go click <laughs> I on. I have to be nicer. She's doing my internship with click me. Click on subscribe to Digital Hammurabi. They are an awesome channel. They are an awesome channel. And if we could bring her back on for a guest spot, 
if we could bring it, you know, <laughs> Anne back for a one one day or something, I would love to have that happen someday. But first, she needs to get that PhD, and that's what the priority is. Damn PhDs. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. It's okay. You get dumb letters. <laughs> don't mean anything. They really don't. But moving on. But people no, really think they do. Once you accept they don't mean anything, it makes it getting them a lot easier. Like, yeah, <laughs> someday I'm going to have a BA after, or I'm going to have an MA after my name. What does it mean? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> but I'm going to put it on everything. <laughs> exactly. I paid How a lot of money for those two letters. It means when you're online arguing with somebody over Bigfoot, you either beat them over the head with your degree to show that you have the authority in this conversation. I, I just have to pretend to be male and they just assume I do. I mean, as long as people don't know I'm female, I'm fine. I'm, mm, 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 mm. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Tom. I, no, 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 no. I, I, I've seen some of those conversations and they are upsetting. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I've seen it happen, though. That's the funny. That's why I got in a fight with my. That's that's why I got in a fight with Scott Walker. My favorite. That's why we called him out. Yeah. Come on here. He is like you're not even. I wanted to talk to, but you started the conversation. (laughs) I think this is having to do with me. It was. It was specifically one of his fanboys that that really got on my nerves. Not even the person I wanted to talk to. Oh. So now that both Tomog and RNL are going to go dual class, have you thought about like, you know, so Tomog, I think we were sort of working on the idea that your sort of your spirit journey, your, your spirit walk when you got your totem, you're sort of continuing that walk into sort of the, the natural world mm-hmm. uh, and taking on that one. Yep. So... So, uh, Sarah, have you thought about like what's what is pushing what is pushing RNL to sort of take up the the bard life? Is it too much of that archaeologist in her coming up? Well, I I started RNL with the archaeology background, so she's always had, or they've always had the archaeology thing. So I think what I feel like taking an oratory focus for bard is just a normal extension because on top of drawing very detailed maps for no particular reason of slices of dirt i think she has also grown the skill of being able to just talk ad you know just forever about anything and people find it interesting for some reason because magic and Ama, you're sticking with the rogue. I see you're going with the swashbuckler um, angle. Um, yeah, I initially had built a tie to be a. I think it was an arcane. Right at the time, you were. I think you were. You were teasing with arcane trickster, but this can all be retconned. Yeah, I, I, I see ties being a little bit more hands on. Um, again, has more to do with the backstory of of going in and doing doing what needs to be done personally rather than trusting other people and so um in that regard i wanted uh to to build him to to be able to you know get in get his hands dirty and get out you know preferably without getting his hands dirty because that's gross and why when other people can do it for you and then you take the stuff and go but anyway so 
this is not going to be a guarantee. But since you guys are all going to be fifth level, you would think through the course of your adventuring, you will have gotten a, a couple, a couple magic items by this point. What now? I'm I've been thinking about this. And I'm still not decided yet, and we may let you know let that be another surprise there. But what with your character and who your character is, and the, even the changes you've made in your character since sort of the last time you played them, what type of magic item do you think would be a complementary to your player? It's no guarantee. It's just like Santa Claus. He doesn't exist, so you may not get this. <laughs> I'm going to give you the same answer that I always give people. What difference does it make? <laughs> I don't know. Why are you asking me what I want for Christmas if you're not going to get it for me? Well, you know. We might. You might not always get what you want. <laughs> But however, sometimes, sometimes you might just get what you need. All right, Shatner. Uh, <laughs> See, that we avoid copyright infringement there? That's why I was going full asymmetrical on the atonal right there. Atonal. <laughs> I don't know. I was actually kind of thinking like that. Either like an endless book of notes or I don't know. She's already got the book of spells. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> well, I've already got one. You got your um, cool goggles. I got my cool goggles. Uh, what I'm trying to think of Who what has cool goggles. What I don't know. What's a naturey thing? What's a no? Here, here's the thing. Now, now that you've switched over to barbarian, are you mm -hmm. still going to be someone who wields uh, uh, a a maul, or are you going to be moving over towards a staff? Something to think about. I mean, you're 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 technically cross trained, so I mean, you can either way. Yeah. But in terms of like, what is your signature? That's. I think. I think it's still a mall. Like, I don't think he would. I don't think he would abandon his Gallagher hammer. Like, but <laughs> um, <laughs> um, by this point, well, even even without a even without uh, magic weapons. You can also think about in terms of like in terms of flourish. You could think of how your 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 character looks in terms of clothing. Um, mm. It's changed over the time. So at that I point, think... your mall itself though could look more like a druid's mall. You could now imagine this. Well, I mean, it could have elements and. Okay. 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 Here, here. What he's imagining... trying to say is, Tom, you're the guy that's been walking through the forest on your transect for so long and it's already been pre-marked through the flagging tape. <laughs> you are the guy that has been taking the flagging tape and tying it to your mall as you're going to have this fluorescent braid of flagging tape on your mall. I have made what... more than one rope yes. out of flagging tape. Out of flagging tape, yeah. I mean, you have um, now tied things with the flagging tape onto your mall. It now jingles and rings as you walk. I think I, actually, I think an endless rope would be one of them. <laughs> a flagging tape, may, potentially made of flagging tape, <laughs> just because I am continuously adding to the rope. That's why it's endless. <laughs> <laughs> It's not really endless. It's it's just, like I'm, just, I'm just grabbing it as body. we're walking through the woods and just like braiding it into the flat. It's <laughs> um, not actually a magical item. It's not actually magical. I just make a lot of room. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> um, what? And then, yeah, how would my mall look? Like, in my head, it's like, I like maybe my, my original mall broke on something and I have just like, I've used my hand axe and like chopped down a tree and I just have a chunk of log on the end of a stick now. <laughs> you lost <laughs> or maybe or maybe like a branch with a with a section of trunk still attached to it. Wow. Would <laughs> be strong enough? Ironwood. Yeah, magic. Magic. <laughs> <laughs> See? See I can just yell magic and it makes it rain. <laughs> that's uh that's how it works for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. If you just keep yelling loud enough, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Or KBologist. Why is that even an actual search term? So, Amma, um, are you thinking uh, a rapier, or are you still going to be using like the, the short sword? Um, I, I think I forgot Rebus. to compare. Yeah, um, forgot. With, with a swashbuckler, you're probably looking for more like the finesse weapons yeah um so like a, a rapier or a scimitar count as finesse weapons where like a long sword is more like uh, a sort of a more of a strength based weapon mm-hmm. so they yeah. give you an option oh you know i'm trying to think of something that'd be character specific i definitely yeah. i think that a weapon would be good if not a weapon something to to augment you know when we played previously Ty has very sticky, had very sticky fingers, and I, I like the idea of him collecting little baubles that right. maybe aren't necessarily, you know, weapon based, but just augment stats. But I, I just don't know how I'd go about that because I know he had a ring that had like mm, some basic defense on it or something like that. Right. So if there's some kind of item that did something. Do a stat boost. I think that would be pretty cool. So, so Ty wants bling. Mm-hmm. All right. So Ty is going to get like a nice inch and a half, you know, gold chain going with around with an alarm clock. No, 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 nothing that tacky with a big diamond dodecahedron, uh, sort of right there at the end. <laughs> I honestly don't know what would be good for Arnell because all of the cool shit that you would want for a lore know-it-all style character, she can already do. Well, then lean into the uh, lean into the uh, bard. No, no, enough about the bard. Yeah, maybe so I can have a magical. That's awesome. That could be. That. I mean, that is definitely a barbarian druid-looking weapon if I've ever seen one. Thorns on it, though. Some thorny vines or something instead of oh, nails. Yeah. I mean, oh. we gotta embellish them. <gasps> Poison ivy and briar rose. <laughs> I'm okay with brambles. I'm, I'm and, less okay with poison ivy. And when you let go of trait for me is 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 my hatred of, of this specific plant. No, no, it's, it's gotta <laughs> be poison ivy and briarwood, and when you let go of insect swarm, when you cast that spell, it it's is a six. Oh, God. Oh, this is traumatic. I don't like it. <laughs> don't like right. it. I'm adding, that the, I'm adding that to the trigger warning now. This so. is my, yeah, this is my no-go. <laughs> <laughs> Some people don't like mutilation, and other people don't like ticks. No. 
I have been in places where I started dreaming about being covered in ticks because of the amount of ticks. How could I admit though? That right. would be an amazing swarm spell. That would it's be like so upsetting. <laughs> um, Especially you know, since you'd have to describe it at least once, and it would just—it no. would just all of us would just be like, yeah. uh, "It would just Stop. be me." It would. It would just be me sitting in my chair shivering. <laughs> oh God, no! Just please stop describing my spell. So, um, this is a nice little uh, educational point to anyone watching right now. Yeah. Don't mention to your GM uh, what your sort of phobias are. You're the worst. You're just the worst. It may at some point. Maybe six months from now. It may be ten months from now. It's not even. It's not even a phobia. It's just PTSD. Like you it's will, just, you I will have killed the final PTSD. boss. You, you're walking out. Everything's fine. You're just covering ticks and dying. each other, <laughs> and, then you, and then you walk through a tick bomb. No. Uh, get a tape. Get a tape. <laughs> we okay. So if we're gonna do that, then my my magical thing is going to be a never-ending bottle of permethrin. <laughs> What's that? Poison. What do you do with it? I eat it. I just spray it on everything. <laughs> we, we Why? Because that, I have to drink a little. You never. You can never be too careful. <laughs> Bathe in it. Diving in too much, but uh, you are definitely some of the things you're going to have to do early on is you're going to be heading into a jungle environment uh, where the flora and fauna are hostile. So you are going to have to take precautions uh, before you enter into the woods. Wait, I mean, the flora is hostile. The flora is hostile as well. I mean, it's D and D. Of course, the floor Great. is possible. Well, it's probably good the gnome's not with us then. <laughs> <laughs> we Maybe just we just look behind us one day. It'll be like, wait, wait, where's the, the gnome go? And there's just there's a tree, there's a plant back there. Now you're gonna make me give you guys like a different NPC as a companion every week, just so that you could lose the money. <laughs> <in> the <episode>. <laughs> <laughs> Can we just, we just call them short round one, <clears throat> short round two. <laughs> you don't even get a real name. <laughs> I have a name. No, you don't. You're still you don't. Three episodes in a row. It'll be three different ones, but you still call them by the same name because you didn't realize it changed. Nobody even noticed it's changed yet. I'm not the same person. Oh, you're not? Oh. You sure? I'm pretty sure you are. Pretty sure you are. Pretty sure you are. Yes. Um, so, there, yeah, there's going to be plenty of time for cool. There's going to be a little bit of city adventuring. There's going to be some exploration. And then you might find something to go hang around and traipse through. That's the broadest, non-specific uh, preview yeah, I can give yeah. you the campaign. <laughs> but it's going to be in chunks, so it's going to be hot. And we're going to have fake Mayan stuff to deal with. Why is it got to be fake? Because I don't think these are the real Mayans. Please raise your complaints with the... <laughs> right. They might not even be human. Why are, you, why are you saying Mayans? Are they actually Mayans? We're not really going to go deal with Mayans. Uh, but you, the, some of the architecture you bump into might might look. It's, yeah, I mean, come makes it look at least a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean they're, right. making, they're making pyramids, and as we all know, only well, that means they're Egyptian. Group, well, you're right; they're Egyptian because only a single group in the world had come up with the idea of pyramids, and everybody else that's in that group spread out, and that's why there's pyramids around the world. Hyperdiffusionism. 
right there. Oh, infestation is actually a cantrip, so I can do it at will. Yeah, oh that, that, that is one of the good utility spells for a oh, But I have to carry around one because of the components. <laughs> yeah, isn't, isn't that Caduceus's staff? That's Caduceus's staff. If you're yeah. carrying around a big wooden maul, it just got to live inside the, in the wooden maul. Does it have to be alive? It's just dead. No, yeah. It says the component says a living flea, and I'm just oh. like, it can be. I suppose it can be whatever your your swarm is, but it has to be a living one. A flea. Oh. I mean, you're gonna have plenty of them on you. Well, I mean, fine. But <laughs> it's it's not can it be possums instead? But it's your friend. Remember that he's your friend. Is possum? Is possum a thing I can turn right into? Your tick, it's just right there. It just hangs out right fucking there. Go back to the old Warner Brothers <clears throat> cartoons, like the ones that are offset by the same people who do Tom and Jerry. It's just a tiny Earth. version of the, the tick. Circus. You ever see those Fleeker Circus <laughs> cartoons? <from> the- <laughs> it's just like a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's just an action figure of the tick. <laughs> if you can make a swarm of the tick, that would be yeah. immensely They're just tiny blue men. <laughs> no, 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 you want to be a warlock for that. See, that's where you have the luxury for that. That's a spiritual guardian. <laughs> because See, that's like, not what I'm... Because with spiritual like, guardian and spiritual weapon, you kind of got leeway to make them whatever your imagination wants them to be. What were you going to say, Ama? So I say, I'd like to change my request now to like a plus two deep ring, please and thank you. Ring. <laughs> Y'all talking about walking around with bugs. I need, I need protection. You know they make these things. I'm really tempted to get one. It's just this, this little box that sits on your pulse point, and it's supposed to be a personal air conditioner. And I'm really tempted to get one and try it. And just walk around Who with sells the air it? I don't know. I see it on um, Instagram, so you know it's reliable. <laughs> like the magnets. It's not a magnet. It plugs in. It's a, like a thing. I don't. I don't know how it works. I don't see it stain on my pulse point either. Can you imagine digging and the like crack that bitch right there? It's supposed to, like. Is it like a box that sits on your wrist? Yeah, it looks like it looks like one of those smart watches. Only instead of sitting on top of your wrist, it's supposed to sit right here where you know your vein is. And it's supposed to. I mean, I know what it's trying to do. It's the same thing as when you put the the scarf around your neck that you soaked in water only it's doing it on your wrist as opposed to your neck and it's not wet what the air, all... air on watch is that Maybe. what you're something yeah. you're asking me too many questions now yeah i'm gonna go ahead and so that's that's so, um, so that's one warning one warning <laughs> to i gotta no, see, ember wave ember wave no we're talking about this right now bill <laughs> but I, 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 you know I'm, I'm concerned about the well-being of tomog oh no why would you? No, quit torturing poor Tomog and his ticks. No, no, no. It's even worse than that. No, uh, I'm talking about the history of this party with, uh, with healers. With viewers. Healers. What about oh. healers? All of, our healers all of our healers have disappeared. I won't disappear. We had a we had a we had a druid in the very first campaign one, really? who never came back for campaign for session two. Yeah. <laughs> and then oh. Our, oh, oh. Yeah, I remember. See how long that was, and then our second. Uh, see if we had ever finished playing, you would have you would have woken up the next morning, and your cleric would have been gone. Yeah, without explanation. Uh, but that's also why you're a druid because we we don't have any healers. You, I have a healing healer. spell. 
I got healing. Oh yeah, you I've have got... healing word as a, as a yeah. You got healing word as a. No, I also have like legit heal wounds. Oh okay, good. No wait, no wait, no wait, no. You're right, healing got, word. How have I, I not picked this? I've got, word? I've got both. Yeah. I've got cure wound, cure wounds, and healing word, and I am going the opposite direction from infestation and going with poison spray instead. <laughs> oh yeah, so I can take cure wounds and healing word too. Do I need to? Sure. Yes. It's called Tomb of Annihilation. Yes. That's um, great. <laughs> so if we die, we die in real life. So so to sort of uh, the metagame in a little bit. Healing word you can do as a bonus action during a game action. So say you're you're doing combat, an ally is injured, you can then take a bonus action and heal that person in combat, and you don't have to be next to them. Cure wounds is an actual action and you have to be you have to touch them. So there is utility to both. Cure wounds is going to cure more than a healing word will. For uh, for combat, healing word is def definitely has utility. Hmm. I know D and D nerd talk. What? Why, why am I bringing that up? There's a reason I took both. <laughs> hmm. Well, I'm actually think I'm going to take. I'm going to drop cure wounds though, and I'm going to pick up bane. You could. I mean, the beauty of um, this is that Are you, you taking can, a cleric level. Or is this? These are under warlock. Uh, no, these are these are bard spells. Huh. Bard, which ironically, I think you will have more. Even though you're only well, you'll be a, a third level bard, so you probably have more spell slots than you did as a uh, warlock. I have five spells as a second level bard. I and think I actually have more bard spells. <clears throat> you're right, I have more bard spells. Than yeah, because if you were if you were a full blown fifth level uh, warlock, you would still have two slots. Yeah. No, this is great because I got two more cantrips and I got five more spells. And yeah, these are, let's see, what did I take? I got Mage Hands, which allows me to identify shit. I got Prestidigitation, which allows me to do all kinds of fun shit. Bane actually makes it, I can cast it on up to three creatures that I can see and it makes it harder for them to attack, basically. That I is a great utility uh, one in combat. Yeah, I took Healing Word. I took Heroism, which means I can now touch people, and it's a buff. So I, I touch you, and I bune you with bravery. And so you're basically immune to fear, and you gain temporary hit points equal to my spellcasting ability modifier. So I think two, maybe three. It'll grow as you grow. Still, I mean, sometimes that's the difference between being dead or not. Speaking of, actually, mm -hmm. that's, a, that's if, if not a ring of... DET, then um, I think maybe having something like, um, I don't know, something that protects against uh, undead? That undead. would be good. When, when, when is there an undead? I mean, archaeologists just go into tombs all the time, right? What I mean, about they the mummy. Also, what of annihilation. What yeah. about the cover makes you think that we're going to be bumping anything undead? There's I mean, that's why I mean, other than this, like leech, uh, grand uh, leech on on the cover of the uh, thing, there's nothing <laughs> to imply undead. <laughs> nothing at all. No, no. Okay. I mean, that that could be something. Maybe that's just an occupational hazard. If I mean, if you're going in, and you're you're taking pretty grave goods out of context and destroying sites. Uh, you you might you might run into a couple of this angry context. undead. Context. Um, I might also look into to see if there's anything for like you know you may need also need sunglasses. No. Yes. 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 
Oh yeah, you should probably get like a cloak of sun protection or something. Yeah. A very big hat. The cloak of emo. The cloak of the, the cloak emo. of goth. The cloak of goth. That's what we do. I'm so I'm trying to. What, what um? I saw there's a uh, My Chemical Romance cover band coming to town. <laughs> it's a cover band. There's a cover band for My Chemical Romance coming to town. Are they old enough to have a cover band? They are apparently oh, old yeah. enough to have a cover band. I am old. <laughs> wow. wow. So I'm trying. I'm going through because I get I get wild shape. I'm trying to figure out what animals to take. Do I just get like as many as I like any? Um, um, no, no, no. It's going to be based upon your level and the CR. I have to have been seen. It has to have been seen before. You have to have seen it before. It all depends on your CR. The CR. And of the I can. I can do a. Level. So second can level, I can do. Um, so one sounds super obvious. No, I mean, going with your character, one would think you do be super obvious. Well, the the challenge rating is too high. Is the problem? Oh, you can't be a bear. <laughs> on the second level, I can do only only do one quarter. CR, challenge reading. So I've got. I'm, I'm looking at it right now. Could it be a so, trade-off where, like, you only do bear and that's it? Well, that would be well, a. Is, hold on. That would be a DM question on the background. They're yeah. a one half, and I'm not supposed to get that until I think level four. In yeah, I can't get that. I'm not supposed to get that until level four in what in uh, druid. So what's what's so at level. Three or two druid, which is what you're at now. What's the challenge? So like one quarter. I can do. I can do any animal at one quarter. Or sorry, beast has to be a beast. Oh, you're gonna throw Wolfie off so much. Well, I can actually take Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> be like Wolfie, you inspired me so much. All right, so let's see what kind of cool stuff we got. We have the Velociraptor, uh, baboon. <laughs> You could be a baboon. You could a be badger. a baboon. Mm-hmm. A badger. I'm okay with badger. Bloodhawk. Badger, 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 badger. A boar. You could be a cam. No, no, camel's too high. No, camel's one eighth. So you could be a camel. Camel's too high. <laughs> no, camel's one eighth. So you could be a camel. So you could be the be. You could be the beast of burden for the party. <laughs> Everybody just throws their gear. Well, it can also be like a draft horse. <laughs> a draft horse. Well, we would never have to worry about where we're going to get a horse to draw the cart next time we get a cart. Or an ox. You could I be feel a like cow. ox is better. No, no, a cow. That way, everybody get milks. We're just going to, and we'll figure nope. that part. We'll figure that up part out later. Nope, that's Aww. weird. That's <laughs> weird. <laughs> that's a no. That's a no for me. Right, no. I'm trying to think of what animals we have seen. We have seen a deer. You've seen plenty of deer. Mascot would love seen... you if you were a deer. Okay, wow. deer. Uh, we've seen, I think we have seen cats. Um, Don't be a rat. You could be an eagle. An have elk. we seen any giant? Any... I can be a giant weasel or a regular weasel. You can be a frog. Or a giant badger. There we go. Dig some holes. Giant badger. A giant um, crab. That's a little weird. Giant frog. Panther. I mean, a... Panther's only a quarter? Have we seen panthers? Uh, we'll have to talk about what what has happened during your uh, during your times and whether or not sheep. That would... <laughs> Do we have 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 we seen sheep? Now I will say though you have not been in the jungle. This jungle environment will be due to you. Yeah. Um, so we're looking at 
creatures that you would find in sort of the storm coast of Faerun in the uh, in the uh, Forgotten Realm. So it's more of a temperate uh, to an Arctic climate in there. So it's going to be those kind of creatures. It could be a jackal. Okay, so I'm going to have to remove panther. You could be a mastiff. Well, jackal's also not, like, that's a desert. You, you could be a good boy and be a mastiff. I could be a good boy. I think I might have to take wolf off and leave in mastiff. <laughs> an owl? No, an owl would give you great, you know, night vision. It can't fly. Oh, you can't take a fly any flying yet. Yeah. No flying. No flying, no swimming yet. Mm-hmm. It's exciting content as we watch us watching Woo! screens. Woo! Yeah. Okay, that's some things. So I'm taking cat, deer, giant badger, mastiff, ox, riding horse, and wolf. <laughs> uh, I'd still say petition just to be a bear, just a bear. Just a bear, nothing else? Yeah. We'll look at it. Um, I'll look at to see what the how the rules look and, you know, pop into a couple DM chats that might have gone <clears> in terms of like druids who have very specific sort of like paths and sort of making for RP purposes. What just what about just like a very small bear? See the problem, <laughs> well, I mean the the realistically the, realistically to make it happen, it will have to be a weaker than normal bear. I will have to alter the stats to be more in line with what a uh, one quarter a challenge rating is. Uh, yeah. We could we could just how how about we use giant badger, but it's just a very small bear. <laughs> just for flavor. It's a very small oh, bear. That actually does sound like the best option. You're going <laughs> are you seriously gonna play a deer? I'm keeping it on there. How many forms can you take? Uh, it it's any animal that I have seen that is a quarter or lower Reading and I can't take a fly or some seed speed. So yeah, we're going to do that. We're going to reskin the giant badger. The giant badger is actually just a very as small a bear. Bird. I will look at the attacks to see if we have to switch things around. Obviously, you're not going to be the same kind of digger that a giant badger would be. Well, but yeah. in terms of like armor class, and I think it would still point, get yeah, and number of attacks, it's going yeah, to be bite and claws. Yeah. If it's just bite and claws, that we get that's that's fine. Yeah, I don't know if there's any special. Like a keen. Keen smell. That should also be to the bear. And, and multi-attack is two, which also was bear, okay. as far as I can remember. Okay, I'll look at that later. Um, when yeah. we, I think we bored everyone enough. Okay. It's a giant badger. This is much bigger, Jack. We have Jack bear. asking a question, is asking, is this just a badger? No, we're playing a druid, and we're taking a... Well, Hi, Tom's Jack. taking a board. And... Uh, he, his totem is the totem of the bear for he was a barbarian slash druid. And so for RP flavor, he wants to keep the bear motif going, um, but he doesn't have enough levels yet to take a real bear uh, on here. So I may be over explaining this or explaining. Just, like, badger until you can do the bear. Is that what's happening? Yeah, uh, yeah we're basically reaching <laughs> a giant badger into a bear. So picture a giant badger with his, with his nails trimmed a little better. Uh, no, I mean, about the same. Just small. And he's run oh. to a tree. He's run to a no, tree too many times. So a small bear, just a badger. <laughs> oh, and then we decided that. <laughs> All right. Technically, Thank you. badgers are just Thank giant you, weasels. But giant weasels also a thing. So I don't know. 
Remember, we're saving all we're saving all the well actually still first episode. No, so no what's well that, actually. Right. No. What's that giant rodent? What's the giant rodent? Capybara. Ooh. Ooh. No, that's a rat. But it's I haven't a been giant, in the jungle yet. Giant lovable rat. Ooh. I we're going to, to a jungle. Do you not see I, the background? I may need to uh I may need to act. Do you just like spontaneously turn into these things sometime? Can they just like you sneeze and bam, you're a capybara? <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> well, considering what you said is that you haven't seen them, so you have not been to a jungle environment. You're going to go to a jungle environment. You're going to encounter mm -hmm. a lot of different creatures here. Mm -hmm. uh, many of them will be uh, CR rated one uh, one quarter and less. So you will have the opportunities to change uh, what you want your uh, wild shape ah. to be based on the creatures we meet. All right. But what I'm asking is he doesn't have to like it's not like he can only change into one animal. He can change into any animal at any time that he has ever seen. Um, I think he has a certain pool. Okay. You, you so he's only got like the way it's written. Oh, the, the way it's written. A beast that you have seen for and then I can do it twice per short rest, and that's it. That's all okay. that's the only So yeah, so it's any, pretty it's pretty wide open. His biggest restrictions yeah. right now on level is that he can't pick an animal that swims, and he can't pick an animal that flies. Those are all, right. only available at higher levels. Okay. So, wow, okay. So you're like your own zoo. I am a zoo. Yes. I am and I am the menagerie. He is the menagerie of the menagerie coast. Tom Menagerie. Tom Menagerie. That's not where it goes. Uh, no, <laughs> menagerie coast will be a little north of us. We will refile. I think Caduceus is the menagerie of the menagerie coast. But he doesn't really do wild shape. Because even though he's a clay, he's a not a druid. Even though he can shrink himself and go invisible. Right. I'm just fascinated watching Ama draw. Which are fearful things? Furball, yes. Yeah. My favorite new character on. Where'd the dog go? Oh, in the sketch going to add in. Just oh, okay. <laughs> it's like he was there a second ago. All right. Call the layer, Tog. He's on another layer. He's on another layer. Let the artist mm -hmm. work. I'm, I'm, I'm away. trying to goth, goth RNL out. <laughs> you guys joke about this. The next time we play this game, I'm showing up with my goth look. It will be painful. Tentacles <laughs> here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you always need tentacles. They're coming but, out of my ass. But fuchsia and teal. Fuchsia and teal. Fuchsia and teal. Well, aren't aren't uh, aren't the what the things they're supposed to be? Maybe they're wings. They uh, <laughs> tentacle wings. This is tentacle terrifying. wings. That's that is a uh, that That's makes me image. feel gross. It should. It should. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that concept. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind what it reminds me of. That'll be uh, Ritual Scroll After Dark. Um, come exclusively <laughs> to... Um, different thing. Um, I'm not... I don't I've, know what platform will actually allow us to host that. Not this one. Because I'm like, uh, <laughs> YouTube has standards. Uh, Twitch, no standards. I'm kind of surprised like, RedTube doesn't have, or YouPorn or whatever it is these days, doesn't have a streaming service like that where we could... You know what? We're just gonna stop that thought. Right there. Stop just... that thought because the answer is probably yes, and we yeah, don't go that way. They probably do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just gonna <laughs> don't shout encouragements from the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> 
So yes, that'll be the net the after once this becomes a hit series, well for the more adult crowd we'll have the after hours. Wow. We all walked into that one, didn't we? Mm-hmm. I sauntered in casual. <laughs> mm-hmm. And sauntered. then sauntered back out. <laughs> like, I'm gonna go. <laughs> this isn't where I parked my car. <laughs> so <laughs> so with Ty, if that is your name. Um, well, you what, put what, a name on it. What background have you That's have true. you been playing around with currently? Um, you mean um the player background. Would that be that wouldn't be considered specialty, right? Are we talking just like flavor text? Or are we talking the, actual... the one you the one you click on flavor background, which gives you uh, additional stats? Oh, let me stuff. like let the archaeologist or the Tom. What's I, your... think, I, I, uh, think I think I'm... I I did our homebrew CRM one. Okay. Um, I think okay. under description in the character creation thing. I think what I ended up doing was is that I looked at Smuggler and I did not like what it offered because it has a, a seafaring element to it. Right. That I didn't think would... There is straight up criminal. <sighs> Even, I'll look at that as well, but I ended up taking um, Archaeologist if only because if he is a tomb raider <laughs> for lack of a better term then i guess archaeologist would also fit <laughs> you can also just be straight up noble wow thanks ama <laughs> well i'm talking about in-game archaeologist like stats and whatnot and 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 no, it's just funny. I, just, just, I guess if he's going to be a Tomb Raider, archaeologist fits. He could be a classic former soldier. You could be a street urchin who's worked their way up. Uh, that's true. So there's a there's a there's a couple a couple different mm-hmm. options to work off there. Absolutely, I'll go back and, and look. I, I don't think I spent too much time on that part of it, honestly. But I did. I, I looked briefly. Like I said, I thought I thought Smuggler would be the one to fit. And it, like I said, it's it's just too closely linked to to seafaring, and that was. Well, I'll check to see if like the benefits are also seafaring. If they are, that might not work. But if the benefits aren't necessarily seafaring, you could definitely change it up the kit for flavor. Okay. Yeah, and no, I'm pretty sure that the benefits had a, a seafaring. Let me pull it up if I can. Edit. 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 What's your so for the robe just fits because I wanted um I, I wanted to go less magic and I wanted to go more attack based. So and I think of what little experience I have with with robes and what reading I did that the swashbuckler was was highly recommended. That, yeah, that's a very good melee um, attack. Um, especially if it's not it's not as like an assassin, which is like very much based on stealth. Um, mm. Is uh, with a swashbuckler, you could face up an opponent and still have a good benefits and fighting chance with good damage. You could be a former city watcher or an investigator who's gone rogue. Yeah. So here under the smuggler, yeah, it's like rickety barges and fish barrels and dock masters and river boats. Mm. Yeah, that was just. Here's one I like. Hmm. A charlatan. It, that wasn't... Was that on the list? It's in the player okay. handbook, yeah. 
Okay, I don't know why I missed that because that's what Ty originally had uh, in in the first game, and yeah. I don't know why I kept missing it. Yeah, Charlottesville might 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 work. Uh, I mean, look it over. We we got some time on that. But then can, you can you, if you do go into archaeologists, some of the personality traits are like fame is more important to me than than money and and what is it, Walter. <laughs> um, That's when you become a forensic archaeologist. Oh, hey! Finding, finding the secret of everlasting life. That's you want to, Tom. You can go be, be an anthropologist and wear a bear mask at all times. Ooh, maybe. Why did I have to wear masks. I was actually That's thinking about going pirate. There's, there's. Oh. What? That is the, the the mask thing is only one of the uh, faults of a, of an anthropologist. Yeah. I'm trying to. Look, I'm I was looking at no because yeah one of them is boats make me seasick which doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> I talk to myself and don't make friends. Oh, they actually have colonialism built into this. Wow, oh, neat! I believe that I'm intellectually superior to people from other cultures and have much to teach them. Is nice. one of the flaws. Oh. Yeah, uh, and one of the the, the flaw I'm referring to, uh, I mentioned before in what Bill's talking about, I wear a tribal mask and never take it off. <laughs> so one of those people, and if you've ever been around enough anthropologists, you know those people. All the, the normal anthropologists just try to ignore them. <laughs> yeah. right, so Complain about everything, or you've picked up some comments. <laughs> yeah. Well, We're good. Making oh, friends. Good. If it engage, if it gets the people going, <laughs> we're going to be edgy. We're going to be controversial. Are we just going to start insulting people? Yeah, geologists too. Yeah, I, I don't no, know. I like geologists. Out. Most of the geologists I know are actually much better scientists than most archaeologists. <laughs> most of them, except that one. But is he though? I mean, we're not, a geologist. We're not saying um, that online. He is. No, we're not saying that live. No. Oh wait, we did. <laughs> Tom's like, no, I'm gonna go there. No, no, he's he's a geologist. I just, I mean, it's it's the same question of once you have a degree in archaeology, does it make you an archaeologist? Oh God, let's not start that argument. Yeah, yeah. it's it's a difficult it's a difficult question to answer, and I'm not saying that he is not, but I don't I don't know what he does as a geologist. I know, but but implying that by having the degree, you are not actually of the field implies that there are Let's other standards and traits that you must possess that are actually, which thereby implies you don't actually need the degree to be the thing. Is it, well, here, here's the question then. Does having the degree make you an archeologist or does doing it as a profession make you an archeologist? Let's see, do you need the degree to do the profession? Mm, you need training. I don't know about a degree, but you need training. Well, but in today's day and age, you know, we you can't you can't just go to a trade school and learn archaeology. Like you can't just learn archaeology and go work in the field. You you have to have at least a BA anymore, or people won't even consider hiring you unless you have an in. All right, I'm making mm -hmm. notes here. This is definitely going to be on the next episode of Still Digging, which will be yeah. next Wednesday, special night. <laughs> Next Wednesday here on the Archeo RPG YouTube channel will be episode three of 
episode three of uh, Still Digging. It'll be the special because the 17th um, is ask, hashtag Ask an Archaeologist Day, and we are going to be here um, as Ask Archaeologists. So please um, ask us questions, uh, leave comments uh, with questions on the channel, follow us on uh, the social medias, and ask us any questions you might have, and we'll definitely try to address as many as we can during that show on there. But I think we, this is just a preview, and we're going to go through that topic in much more detail and name names and is that is that you telling me to stop talking about the topic i'm just trying to keep it focused on yeah anyway back back to character creation (laughs) um or if you want much more in-depth scott walter talk hop on over (laughs) to the arkham fantasies channel where every week ish ish arky arky fantasies and a special expert guest (laughs) <laughs> you have in the last couple times though I didn't know anything about Bigfoot <laughs> watch an episode of Scott Walter's America on Earth now we, you can't see it because we are we are firmly believers of copyrights but you get to watch us watch it and react to it mm-hmm. um, and we you will hear it I mean because I think that falls under fair use because we are commenting and using it as critiquing and educational purposes. So, I mean, I think I could make an argument for showing the video, but I don't want to like, I, I don't want to I think push. only in small clips. Yeah, and see, that's the thing. I'm not sure what the small clips are. Um, we haven't been challenged yet, and we might have to change the, form, the format. Yeah, of- that's what I figure. When somebody finally says something, when I finally get like an official letter from someone, then I will be like, oh, okay. Um, empty threats via email is not going to work. So. But if you want more in-depth Scott Walter discussion, that is that's the true. Go. That's uh, true. So uh, any other we are, we are currently the driving force behind all America on Earth chatter. Um, so I don't know if I should be proud or ashamed of that. Um, I mean, it's better than just accepting it wholesale. No, I know. It's just like, but if I stop doing it altogether, would it just go away? Like, well, that was something that was interesting because you know a lot of people were sharing that image of ancient aliens recently, and it, it just reminds me of that whole kimono thing that Kim Kardashian did. It's just like no, no. Publicity is bad publicity. Like you're getting the name out there. So in talking about ancient aliens, people are kind of making it prevalent. So is it good to talk about these things? You know, it's an is, interesting discussion. Is this the reference about the the ancient texts say that we were created yeah. by? Uh, just uh, uh. <laughs> it's so bad. Let me see if I can pull it up. Let's not. <laughs> you know what? Do it. No, 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 no. I can bring this back though. We're going to be encountering these kind of themes in this game. Yes, mm-hmm. both both the ones that are baked into this game, and just like uh, uh, <clears throat> Bob might be showing up, uh, some uh, <laughs> fool with big tall hair who claims to have uh, not, uh, you yes. know, knowledge from ancient texts might be showing up. A someone claiming to be a professional who isn't really quite as professional as they as they should be, <laughs> it's going to like perpetuate ideas uh, of other cultures maybe having been on this land uh, yeah, in, in so the past. So, so, so some of those characters characters uh, may pop up uh, as NPCs and flavor throughout this campaign, and then we can stab them in the eyes. Oh, 
We we cannot we make allusions. Try diplomacy first. We cannot make references to oh. violence. To... Oh. Anyway, there's one more thing we can talk about. Speaking of the top, whether how many people we're going to be stabbing, is uh, whether or not we want to like adapt no the code of ethics. The the No Man's Sky Archaeological Survey. Which hey, is a, Andrew. Andrew Reinhardt, the author of uh, Archeo Gaming, conducted this. And, and they, and not just him, Megan and a few others. Um, uh, Megan Dennis, Tara Copplestone, Andrew Reinhardt, myself. Ooh, we right. had another ethics person. Yeah. But the, the, a code of ethics was, was devised for that because they were conducting it as an archaeological survey. So they set up rules. Um, I've been a go back to cheap plugs. Um, I've been attempting to adapt that on the fly for the Archeo Thoughts Plays series. Um, I just had my second uh, episode today in Fallout Three and Fallout Yeah Fallout Three, where I made my first ethical problem, where a group of scavengers attacked me. I killed a few that were attacking me, but I made a mistake of then intruding further as opposed to taking the hint and 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 moving away. So that's the kind of ethical things to, to think about is like, are, are we, you know, it's one thing to defend yourself in the game and how much do we want to be provocative? It's the kind of things to think about I mean, both as, as archeologists, but also since we are, this one is going to be different. We're not completely doing an archeological survey of this campaign. We're kind of doing it afterwards, but these are still going to be characters within the campaign. Um, well, I guess that, that, that's going to be have to be part of our episode one thing of why are why are we going where we're going right yeah uh, and and what does that mean but uh, so i think a code of ethics is more something to bake into the backgrounds of the different characters of both why they're motivated to do what they do and why they're motivated to be part of this thing and that i think will lead to sort of some of their ethical decisions plus their alignments here's a weird question is crm like provocative in the same sense as what you're talking about here like in all right so uh, areas that people don't want you to go to you know dig stuff up or whatever if you work on you like a utility job or something like that often you are working on people's private property uh, without really their permission but instead maybe a permit at the behest of somebody else yeah, I mean, during the game, we will, your characters will act on the situations in the best method of their characters. And then the after show, we can go into whether or not, of whether this was really a gray area. And we can discuss why these are gray areas, even within the real world of archaeology, where you know, <clears throat> you've been contracted to survey this entire area. It's by some sort of easement, which gives the, like, say, the utility corridor permission to do that. But a particular landowner whose land you're going over doesn't appreciate you walking through there and being destructive to them. So we we could talk about those kinds of uh, of issues or access issues. Um, many places don't have direct access, uh, so you have to go through people's property to get to where you need to be, and those people might not appreciate that. So, right, we'll cross those we'll cross those bridges as we get to them. And you hold your permit up and wave it at them, and they shoot at you anyway. <laughs> I mean, that's why you get permits so that they can shoot at you, right? That's what the permit says. So, <laughs> I have feelings about land agents. The end. <laughs> um, <laughs> <let's move on. laughs> 
<laughs> I have opinions. The end. <laughs> I have opinions about this. I should probably keep to myself. Let's move on. <laughs> I should say hi to my friend. Hi, Raya. <laughs> sure, she came all the way here to listen to us, okay? Yay. She's from the Philippines. Her <laughs> and Ava are on the same time. I don't know what time I'm on anymore. <laughs> You're on grad school time. That's true. <laughs> is the sun is the sun up? I haven't opened my shirt yet, so I it's can't. best not to ask. <laughs> <laughs> Your times are now conscious time and not conscious time. Mm. That's fair. That's completely fair. Most of my times are not conscious time, to be perfect. I right. wish. I know, considering you've only been up for like what two hours and you've got this picture drawn, it's I'm pretty impressed. So, so now that we're coming up and almost we're about 13 minutes away from being on two hours, um, is there anything that uh, we haven't touched on yet that you kind of wanted to have questions, either like pre-gaming uh, questions, um, character questions, equipment questions? Are costumes going to be mandatory? Not mandatory. I, I am not wearing a costume. <laughs> I, 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 like, take your shirt off. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> no, no, no. There, there, there are standards. You, you can't. Uh, the, the, the nipple is not free on the. Uh, on you. Well, I don't know about YouTube. I know it's not We're free. We're just making YouTube. it worse. Because I'm just like, oh, if it's just a nipple thing, we can get him some furry pasties. Mm. <laughs> I got right, enough fur. I got enough fur. I'll just wear my DM. I'll just wear my DM T-shirt and have like a cool background. I do I like buy that. a cool T-shirt. I'll probably have a different background uh, for each episode. <clears throat> Maybe something thematic. If you give me time, I can come up with stuff. Ooh. Don't say that because then you'll just get bombarded with all these requests. Can you I, do I, this? I try my best not to. I know how much how busy she is. I'm not. I like doing her. it the two though. So. Everything you do is appreciated, and no, we will ask you oh. nothing that you can't do. <laughs> And I, I will be honest with you. If I don't think I can do it, I will be completely upfront and say, mm, not, not, not this time. Good, good, good. So, speaking of which, are you? Do you have a field school in August? Yes, yes. Thank you. I, that was something that I didn't want to bring up. So I am going to be in. Uh, I'm going to be helping with the field school from August. I think it's the 5th until the 25th. I'm going to be off island in a tiny remote spot where I don't know what my internet connection is going to be like, but I can still try to work with that. Okay. Because during the month of August, I would like to keep still digging going. Uh, okay. Every every other week, we'll just have you on hiatus during that time. and whoever else can't make it during different weeks. And I was half thinking during maybe one or two of the off weeks, which would be like the week here, uh, mm -hmm. this kind of week of maybe doing uh, some live play video games, like with uh, the Tomb of Annihilation video game. Um, There's a which, Tomb of Annihilation video game. Yes. It's based upon the board game. They, they merchandised the hell out of this uh, campaign. Oh, wow. Um, it's just a weird sort of just random jungle battles over and over again. Um, so I don't think it'll be too much in the way of spoilers of the, of the plot of the game. I'll try to play some this weekend to make sure. And, um, I'll see whether or not it's something that we could play together. If not, 
I can always set up the play with the chat over top of it and have, you know, commentary as I'm playing. Which, there's nothing more fun than to have, like, people backseat video game playing. Nah. Um, so we kind of do that it's sort of during the off week. It's sort of like, hey, we're still here, but, you know, it'll be nothing serious. Um, so let us let us know in the comments um, if those sound like good ideas or you'd rather us just take our time, prep up for episode one, and get it off right in September. I'm afraid I'll even play this because then it'll ruin the game for me completely. All gone. No points. <laughs> well, it, it's, don't worry. Any any spoilers you might have on this just means I have to like change it on the fly. Oh. I am the DM. I, just because it's written in the book doesn't mean I have to play it that way. Dun dun dun. <laughs> I don't know. Like I always look like I'm looking because I am because I'm looking at our little faces and I forget to look at the camera. See, even the drawing you is not looking at the camera. Just off to the side. Giving us oh, a side. Do something now. Are 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 you anticipating the the, the gameplay to be? just player based or are you guys preferring more narrative or like RP RP based gameplay? I like character driven RP more than I like hack and slash, but that's my personal opinion. I can play both if I have to, but I have magical talking skills now. So mm. just FYI. I mean, my character is built for the hack and slash. That's true. So, um, <laughs> I mean, I like but. I like the character because that that allows more of the archaeo and anthro to sort of seep in, even yeah. where it's not written. You can you can sort of you could throw it in there, but it's still a game. People are watching, gonna you know uh, you know part of the people watching this are watching this to watch Dungeons and Dragons, which means right. we're gonna need to kill some stuff once in a while. I mean, we will kill some stuff. That is not a problem. So I think I think we're gonna have both. I think it's you know I, I don't know if we're gonna go full critical role where we have the shopping episodes. No, I love shopping episodes. We might, we might. If you guys that can be part of the RP. If that's considering considering we have already had at least two shopping episodes in the little one shot gaming thing that we were running. We we did. Yeah, you missed out on that. Yeah, I don't think you were here for either of them. Did we? You were just there for the drunken binge. Yeah, right? because you were like, I gotta go oh, I got my, and fit my armor, and like, then there was that bear that shield thing that's dragging right. around with you, and we were like, no, you can't go in the end with that. You, you have to hear that. <laughs> yeah, okay, there was that. So, yeah, no, there's going to be shopping potential, so, yeah, you want shopping episodes, there'll be shopping episodes. I have to figure out within a month whether or not I can do anything besides a, uh, a really offensive southern accent. Uh, as far as my accents go, uh, it's not that offensive. It's um, a southern accent; they'll probably love it. <laughs> Which part of the South? The the, the boss the hog deep. of the Hazard South. The deep South. We're going. We're going to get them. Get them, Duke boys. That, that's, not that? the, that's not the right one. No, like, no, because no, he was a, he was a little more drawn. Yeah, he was a little more drawn. Than it, was a little, it was a little Georgia. Yeah, because uh, the other one was more Roscoe P. Coulter. Yeah, that was that was you were heading towards Kentucky there. <laughs> oh my, I, that's that's another thing. My accents will drift uh, if I do accents; <laughs> they will drift. Will they drift like continents? Yeah. I'll Some of them are continents that don't exist anymore. Wait till I pull out my Salutrian. Uh, Move. They existed. They just didn't exist in. Uh, 
here. Lutrians existed. I know. I know. Weird. I take that back. Um, the, uh, the, the Atlanteans. Mm. Lutrians existed because they are the Atlanteans. Ergo, Atlanteans existed. By the way, they're no, also they're just... Jenny Sovins. Uh, you know what? I definitely see... you got to spend time in, in Graham Hancock's head for a while. So... I'm already, you know, we haven't even started the up the season yet, but I'm thinking around Halloween, we need to do a full-on pseudo archaeology one shot. We're not doing. No, that? we need to. We need to do that. Halloween, we're not doing it. it might not even be campaign related. I don't know if I can shoehorn that in a campaign, but a special one shot. Okay, so for the pseudo archaeology, then is it just like is an archaeologist in a pseudo archaeology setting, or is it? Us versus pseudo archaeologists. You go to a bar. Us versus. I don't get too much away. Go to a bar. There's pseudo archaeologists at one of the tables. We're at a different table. We start yelling at each other and then throw bottles. Well, my my my, my <laughs> right now my idea goes one of two ways. It's either going to go full call of Cthulhu. All yeah. the people who've been peddling shit are right. Uh, or we go full <laughs> or we go full Scooby Doo and it's a guy in a mask. I'm always I like up Scooby Doo. I like the Scooby Doo. Ooh, I just got. Now you should have known ahead of time. Now I got to find out the Scooby Doo role playing for Scooby Doo. They're it's one of my OCs. So. I'm going to go online and look for Scooby Doo. I'm sure there's a homebrew somebody. Somewhere I know, you have to look there's a monster of the week. Oh, yeah, there's a monster of the week. Uh, which might work for that. But that's more Call of Cthulhu. They're, they are right ish. Now I, I don't mind it if it if it turns out to be right, but they're completely wrong. Like they're talking aliens and they're talking Celts, but it's actually great old ones, uh, inter inter interdimensional beasts who don't care about humans at all, uh, who yes. are actually the cause of this, and Just like you know, <laughs> and, and you know, tear them apart uh, from the inside out type of thing. I mean, that is pretty much how the like Lovecraft stuff goes, right? Like that's <laughs> we've gone dark. So, take it out. <laughs> All right. So, is anything else anybody has? Mm, so, we want like 19 page background stories. That's what we decided on. Yes, by next week. To start oh, off. Next week. I can't. I don't have time for that. <laughs> then you're not a real gamer. Sorry. I've got. Tom. Well. All well, right. Let's give, me your, let's give me your most recent phase one report, and that will be your background. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, I don't. They don't even let me write reports anymore. I'm just in the field at all times. <laughs> let you write. I what did you do? Nothing. I'm just efficient in the field. So now all of my notes just get handed off to somebody else to write, and they oh. send me back out in the field. I'm sorry, Tom. This is my life. Hey, at least <laughs> I've you're active. Brought this upon myself. Because you got those magical I mean, MA after your name now, don't you? Not not in the good way though, for the activeness. It's like the like all of my joints fall apart kind of activeness. <laughs> I dislocated something in my hand <laughs> in the past couple days. And my elbow makes a new noise now. <laughs> I don't know what that's about. <laughs> Are we all just slowly falling apart? It turns out if you use a shovel to to in the function of a dig bar, it hurts a lot. Like it took you so this don't long do that. Yeah. Wow. All right. 
I got right. I got I started I was fine right up until about twenty eight and then shit just started just falling off. <laughs> That's what they tell me. They they're like, yeah, but the thirties is when it all starts to just come apart. I want literally. That, I want that sort of same level of attention to self to be brought to Tomog. <laughs> my knee makes a new noise. What that is? <laughs> hey, does, it, does anybody else make a weird clicking noise when they like scratch their head? You know, I want him to be the guy who like walks up to a tree at least once a day to to knock his shoulder back in the socket. I don't. It's not. It's not out of joint. It sits a little weird sometimes, and you have to like. It's kind of catty quarter joint. It's, it's a little bit off. This is the one I had put back together. All right. Well. <laughs> I think on that note, we should go ahead and wrap it up for tonight for episode zero. For everyone, this is going on, into my story. You got, a, story, just you a, got a sort of a brief introduction to our characters. Um, you know, obviously, all things are subject to change. Um, a little bit of flavor for the kind of campaign this is going to be. Um, so, I hope you've enjoyed this. If you have any questions about any of that stuff, please. Even after this is done, the comments will still be open. You can comment to the regular video uh, once it's finally been posted. And yeah, ask an archaeologist of the team. Yes, send us questions. This is, send us questions for us. Yeah. this is the team of Ritual and Rolls. I don't know what their group name will be. They'll figure that out um, themselves. <laughs> Denny Sovens. It could be the Denny Sovens, as long as you got consensus among the three of you. I mean, if the waffle crew can work, <clears throat> the what? Waffle crew can work as a as a group name. The Denny Sosa. I don't even. How did that? Nice camera action. I don't. Yeah, know I'm waffle. just trying. To, I'm trying to remember what it was. It was something uh, about they were anyway, going anyway, out for waffles. We're, we're, at, we're, at, we're at time now. <laughs> so let's all let's all say goodbye. Bye. 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 All together. Yeah. And yes, thank you to, for everyone. This has been a very active shots for us tonight. And thank you for everyone who's participated. Uh, we truly appreciate um, everything that, uh, that you're, uh, you know, have said to us tonight. We're taking it to heart. And you are definitely one of the reasons we're doing this. We want people to watch us. Um, Thanks, Jake. We're glad we're lots of fun. Yes. Thanks, Araya, for coming. Thank yes, you, Cara, for commenting. So yeah, thank, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you all. And for anyone who didn't comment who came, we thank you too. Um, yeah. So until next time, we will see you all later. Good night. Good night.